Welcome to Disruptive CEO Nation, where company founders, entrepreneurs, and cutting-edge thinkers drop in from around the globe to share startup stories, insider insights, and hard-earned success lessons. Now, here's your host, a woman who mastered business by placing heels on the ground all over the world, having worked with and coached CEOs and senior leaders from over 90 countries, and who wants you to build your best business future, Allison K. Summers. Well, hello, everyone. This is Allison Kay, and it is a great day to be with us because we are going to talk about social entrepreneurism. And I have a most invigorating thought leader for you today who is passionate, passionate about helping eradicate poverty in Africa and to raise the next generation of young leaders. He's a TEDx speaker. He's also been on many 30 under 30 lists in his country of Ghana. So we are going to welcome Prince to the program. <laughs> Thank you, Alison. Thanks, thanks for um, having me. It's exciting to be here. So Prince, I've told everybody that you just have this incredible mission. So tell everybody what it is and what you do in the world. Well, again, thanks so much for having me. Um, and greetings to your listeners um, across the world. So my, my name is Prince Edua Pia. I'm from Ghana. Ghana is located in the western, you know, part of Africa. And um, I, I work as a social entrepreneur. I'm passionate. I'm crazy passionate about leadership. And so I recall um, when I was about getting into my undergraduate, you know, level, I wanted to study the course leadership, but I couldn't find that. So um, I did another course that I loved, computer science, but whilst I was in school for four years, I was just um, getting myself involved in volunteerism activities because I just loved the concept of leadership and good leadership. And uh, this is what led to the birth of One Billion Africa. I am the founder of One Billion Africa. It's a civil society organization that empowers young people to find problems within their communities and to turn these problems into projects. And that's our mantra turning problems into projects. That's, that's what... I, I love that mantra. When I first had the pleasure of meeting you and getting to know what you're doing, um, we often talk about branding and being on purpose and, and having a vision that's compelling. And for me, I have worked with so many nonprofits, but the concept of turning problems into projects, I found really appealing. It's very simple. It makes sense. So can you tell us how, how you go about doing this, inspiring people um, to take on this cause? Yes. So what we have realized on our side of the world, Alison, is that people tend to have the sense of uh, entitlement rather than the sense of responsibility. And I think that is one of the reasons why we, we are tagged as an underdeveloped continent, because everyone is just looking up to the leader at the top to fix all the problems. And so, you know, we, we believe um, if, if each of the 1.3 billion Africans pick a problem each in their lifetime to turn that problem into a project, we get 1.3 billion problems solved. I believe that is one way to, you know, create opportunities on the continent. And, 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 and really, that is how it started for us, the simple concept of find, go to a community find a problem, give it a project name, 
have some planning around it, get a team to help you with it, solve it. It doesn't matter how brief or how long that project is, you know. And uh, we do that as an organization and we influence or inspire other young people to do the same in their communities uh, uh, in Ghana and other parts of Africa. So I have to ask you a question because you actually went on in university to get your master's degree. And I'm quite familiar with um, a, a, a lot of uh, business professionals and nonprofit people in, in Africa. How did your family react when you said, I've got this fantastic education and I'm going to be a social entrepreneur and I am not out for the big buck here. I am out for doing good. How did your family react to that? Well, um, honestly, honestly, I've, I've always had a backing of my parents. You know, my, my mom um, loves to watch the news. And every time she's watching the news and she sees, you know, let's say an orphanage is being captured, she sees people on the street, she gives me a phone call. <laughs> can, you, can you guys go there to go and help them? Like, can you go and help people in the community turn that problem into a project? You know, so I'm, I'm blessed to have parents who understand what I do. But yes, they also have concerns with respect to um, their investment in me. Uh, four years in college, I studied computer science. But thankfully, I work on the side also as an IT consultant. Mm -hmm. So I do one billion Africa, and I'm also engaged in IT consulting. Now, and that's a great way to do it. And, and that's what, you know, a lot of uh, business builders do is you, you keep it, you keep it running. Um, I want to switch in, and talk about, about marketing and their organic you have like any business builder, it doesn't matter whether it is for-profit, non-profit, um, you know, it's a business. You have to treat it like a business. And you right. had a foundation where you had originally um, get incorporated, get your board, get your marketing together. So can you tell us a little bit about those early days of getting 1 billion Africa off the ground? Yes, um, um, that's, that's a very good question, Alison. Um, I believe I believe that people are influenced or pe people are moved by what they see. People are really moved by what they see. I have learned that um, um, people are more inspired by what they see and what people see also tend to influence their, their mind or their thinking. And so I remember our very first meeting, myself and uh, six other um, youth, colleagues, um, I told them, guys, you know what? We have a great vision. I want us to build this vision as though we are, we are working at the United Nations. I remember this so vividly. That's what I told them. Big, and bold so, idea. Yeah. Compelling vision. I told them from branding to every single representation, we have to really be on point. And so I spent, I built our website and our logo myself. And so I spent about, about three months just, you know, trying to build a very solid website. I learned from the top 10 NGOs in the world, um, would, would sit by their annual report, see how they are doing things, you know, at a certain standard, just to make sure that, you know, we're not just doing anything haphazardly. Yes, we are a youth-led organization, but we have to, you know, communicate a certain standard on our social media handles, on our website, our annual reports, and, and so on and so forth. And so I remember that we needed money to, to buy our website, you know, the hosting and the server and all those things. And, and this is when our very first donor, or should I say investor, came on board. 
he gave us some money. We told him the vision. He loved it. And he was like, you know what? I'll, I'll pay for your website. And, and, and that is how we, we kicked off with respect to our branding. And I think what you've said makes total sense to me because I had the opportunity to be familiar with your brand. And so for our listeners, um, I always encourage you to look at the websites of our guests. And so the website we're talking about is one, as in the number one, billionafrica.org. And, and I can see you. So you took this principle of modeling after the best. I love how you said we need to work as if we are the United Nations. You know, you need to already be who you, it's not who you want to be when you grow up who you want to be uh, today. So you got that first investor, you got your website going. You do take donations on your website. I know because I've, I've gone and tried it to see what would happen. Um, and so I believe that you're, you're true because um, I was very, it was interesting to me. I don't know who you do this for, but um, you know, when, when I got your thank you, it was a personalized and it was, a, it was an image. So it was different, it caught my attention because it was different than like traditional thank yous. And I think business builders, um, you know, we, we always like the, the 10X, right? How do you take the baseline and make it, make it better? And I think you all took something that was so simple and fundamental to nonprofit living and just made it an edge better. Can you tell us some about how you go about fundraising? Because you, you can't operate on just the, the kindness of, you know, some on-plan money coming in. Do you have a, a, a business plan right now where you have your financial goals and everything all organized? And can you tell us a little about that? Right. Um, we, we always try to do things in, in a unique way. And thanks, thanks for um, that feedback. So with respect to our fundraising, we, we have um, a fundraising team, of course, that are um, always, you know, exploring several ways to help generate funds within the organization. We started off with, of course, friends and family and people that believed in the vision. And then we moved on to, you know, um, grants from institutions. You know, moving forward, one of the things that we're, we're, we are exploring is coming up with, you, with, with a store, 1BA store, that has certain products, certain personalized products that people can purchase, you know, for um, um, for that money to go back into the projects that we are running or into the organization. So pretty much that is um, how we have been running in terms of our um, finance section. Thank you for sharing that. I want to switch gears now because you know you are a a um, you know a business professional, and I know that you're passionate about the topic of leadership and also raising up leadership skills in youth. Um, so can you tell us uh, some of the things that you would speak to with your, you know, the audience of One Billion African and at these youth programs? You know, what are the key leadership principles you embrace? That's another good question. Leadership is what started One Billion Africa for us. And um, with, with myself and my, my team, our executive team, our volunteers, I mean, I, I encourage you to go up to our website, check the About Us or Who We Are section. You would see down there 1BA Culture, you know. And under 1BA Culture, we talk about the fact that, you know, we, we, we see ourselves as leaders within the organization and um, amongst our volunteers. And so that is one of the principles that we try to impact into our beneficiaries to, first of all, see themselves as leaders, 
It's very important to become that in your mindset. People think they are not leaders. You know, we deal with a lot of young people, and they, when you ask them to give examples of leaders, they are always giving you the presidents, you know, the ministers, and all those people. And then you tell them, "Do you know you are a leader yourself? Um, um, you have that." Uh, I mean, the ability to create change within the community and that makes you a leader. And they go like, oh, really? And then we show them examples and they are like, okay, <laughs> I believe I can do that, you, you know? So that's one of the principles that is chief amongst what we do, trying to change the mindset of people, showing them examples of what others have done and then urging them to make the move. I, we, we always tell people that, you know, take the first step and, and maybe inspiring to help you continue the journey. Thank you so much. I want to ask you, what's next? What's the, what is the, the vision in the next two, three, you know, five years um, for One Billion Africa and, and, and for yourself? Because you're, you're quite an energetic individual and I know you have a lot more um, that you want to touch the world with. As an organization moving forward, we, when we started One Billion Africa in 2013, especially 2013, 2014, we got a lot of feedback from across the continent. Young people from Kenya, from South Africa, from Namibia, from Togo, the Gambia, so many emails telling us that, look, we believe this vision is so compelling and it makes so much sense we can look within our community, find a problem, and turn it into a project. Um, and, and some have started, some have failed along the journey and started back again. You know, for seven, running for seven years, one thing we have realized is that young people need that constant guidance along a project journey, along the change-making journey. And so we're looking forward to building, you know, centers, one billion Africa, center in West Africa, a center in East Africa, a center in Southern Africa that opens its doors to young people within these regions. So if you're turning a problem in your community into a project and you bump into um, um, a, a roadblock, you know, and you need some sort of support, some guidance, some consulting, knock onto our doors and our team will be able to guide you along the journey. So that is one of the things that's on our heart to build centers across strategic locations on the African continent to help many more young people. And what about for you personally? <laughs> for me personally, um, I completed my master's recently in um, organizational leadership. Like I told you, I'm very passionate about leadership. And so I did a master's course on the topic. I'm looking forward to writing. Uh -huh. uh, Look, in fact, I've, I've, I'm, I'm starting my authorship with two books that will be ready in the next two weeks. Yeah, yeah. The next few years for me, I would love to uh, move more into writing and to supporting, you know, other youth-led youth nonprofits um, in terms of um, their board, you know, consulting and helping them, providing advisory um, um, because there's really that gap over here. So these are some of the few things I would love to jump into. So what's your advice? Last question here. What is your advice for somebody else that, that has a passion and, um, you know, wants to start a social entrepreneurship organization? Any, any pillars of advice that you would give to somebody that came to you and said, Hey, you know, what is it that I need to know? 
I know there's the usual, don't give up, keep pushing. When you fall down, pick something up. I know that, and I know they've had a lot of that. One key thing I would say is that be mindful of structure. Structure is very, very important. Be mindful of structure. Like I said, from how your social media handles and all those things look to, to the processes that work within your organization, how you present your annual report, your team, your board, be very, very mindful of structure. Structure is very, very important. Structure means building a solid foundation. It will hold you in times of difficulty. So um, yes, if you're a young person out there, you're starting a business, please be mindful of structure. Structure is very, very important. That is really fantastic advice. And I think it's advice, you know, whether you're in the nonprofit space or the for-profit space, um, I always say you have to be mindful that the front of your house and the back of your house is aligned, right? Because you can sell the best product in the world. And if it can't be efficiently and effectively delivered, you're not going to get anywhere. So I really think that's a lot of wisdom packed into um, a short few sentences. Prince, it's been absolutely delightful speaking with you today. If people want to learn more or get a hold of you, what can they do? I think they can go to our website that you gave earlier on one as in the number one billion africa.org um, you can find our social media handles over there or you can simply google one billion africa i'm sure you find our linkedin our facebook instagram twitter we are on all those platforms and get in touch with us let's see what we can do together <laughs> to turn problems into projects exactly 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 Exactly. Prince, thank you so much. And to our listeners, if Prince said something that um, was compelling to you, please reach out and let him know. Uh, visit One Billion Africa. If there is an innovative, disruptive um, CEO entrepreneur that you believe we should speak to, drop me a note at connect at allisonksummers.com. Until the next time, keep your eye on the future. Prince, thank you again. Thank you for having me, Allison. It's been exciting. Thank you. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.